0: In 1992, Crowded House won the Q Awards accolade for Best Live Act. The following year, Neil Finn won Best Songwriter at the same event. It would stand to reason that if you were going to go to a Crowded House concert, you could expect to see a great show and hear great songs. In this episode of Crowded in Here, we'll see if those awards were deserved. We've wanted to get to a show for a while. Now we're getting somewhere.
1: Crowded House, great band or the greatest band? It's the soundtrack of my youth. Listening to Crowded House now just feels like a warm hug.
0: Whether you've been to one Crowded House concert or many, the feelings, emotions, and memories of the experience hold strong with us, the fans, for a very long time. But memories fade or get fuzzy. Where was the concert? Was that the show where my elbows were on the stage? Who went to the concert with me, and how did I get there? Before the World Wide Web, social media and the digital images of our phones documented every move we make and every historical reference point we'd ever need to go back in time, to recreate an event, We relied on our memories, photographs, and concert reviews. Taking personal videos wasn't really a thing back in the 1980s when I started going to concerts. I had my disposable camera confiscated at a Huey Lewis and the News concert. Seriously? What was I going to do with those pictures? I certainly couldn't have sold them. There was no eBay for me to get rich off of. The Concert Review provides us with a perspective on the quality, atmosphere, and events that stood out from the show, but it's just one perspective on the experience. If a concert hall seats 25 or 25,000, I expect you'll have an equal number of opinions about how good the show was, or what the highlight of the night was. And crowded in here, I hope we'll celebrate the differences and commonalities that shape us as a community. In this segment, I'd like to go back and look at some concert reviews and let you know what some music critics and reviewers thought about Crowded House gigs over the years. I'll add some personal perspectives on a few shows. Hopefully we can tease out some themes that connect us back to the Crowded House concert experience and to each other. Let's start in Utah in 1991. I mean, why wouldn't we? Such a natural place to begin. Crowded House played Kingsbury Hall to a small crowd, Supposedly there was a recession going on. I was in college and in love, so I didn't notice. Our reviewer noted that maybe like the economy, the band was bare bones and needed some visual flair and pop whimsy. Along with the Woodface album came Tim Finn, and as the reviewer points out, a bit of John Travolta and Elvis Presley. She also calls Italian plastic Italian glasses, so maybe her perspective on the show can't be completely trusted. In the summer of 1996, Crowded House releases a Greatest Hits compilation, and subsequently breaks up. What follows is one of the watershed moments of the Crowded House life history, the farewell to the world concert on the steps of the Sydney Opera House. But if you don't recall or didn't know, something special happened before the big show on November 24th. The original date for the concert was November 23rd, and well, dare I say, you take the weather with you. Inclement weather postponed the show. But ever the showman and gentleman, and showing compassion to travel-weary and anxious fans, Crowded House played almost a full set to those fans that braved the elements. And the next day, 120,000 fans showed up for an equally memorable performance. I used the number 120,000. You all know the number could have been more or less. Either way, it was a full house. Let's fast forward to 2007. We're in London at a corporate event. I didn't know Crowded House played corporate events until reading this review. A friend of mine recently saw Fleetwood Mac at a corporate sales conference. They got Fleetwood Mac, with Neil, to play at a corporate event? Wow. The AOL summer cooler at Indigo 2 must have been something to behold. At the time, AOL was a major internet provider. I remember when that was the case. It was a small venue. Crowded House had opened for Peter Gabriel a couple of nights earlier in Hyde Park. With Time on Earth, the album of the day, Neil, Nick, Mark, Matt, and Liam played a slightly somber affair. In this case, the reviewer chose to point out that Neil's hair was a shaggy mane. Nick was complimented with having a fluid bass style. The takeaway from the night? The reviewer said, it's like Crowded House had never left us at all. In August of 2007, I saw Crowded House at the Calvin Theater in Northampton, Massachusetts. It was the second of three shows for me that week. Connecticut before, Boston after. Neil was in full voice that night. Neil's tone was mature and velvety. He didn't strain to hit the high notes. I mean, he was really on. It was, from a performance aspect, one of the tightest crowded house shows I've ever been to. That was particularly satisfying because I had convinced my 60-year-old father to join me. He sat in the back. I sat up front. He loved it. I'll never forget that night. Similarly, in 1987, I went to my first Crowded House concert. I recall only a few things from the night. Like I said, memories get fuzzy over time. We had seats dead center and in the middle of the seating area. The concert venue, Great Woods, in Mansfield, Massachusetts, had lawn seating. That area seems miles behind us when I think back on it. I felt bad for the fans that had to sit so far away. Paul Kelly and the Messengers opened, and came back on stage later for Leaps and Bounds. Crowded House kicked off the show with Recurring Dream, which was a bit disorienting, the song not having been released at the time. I remember Paul bringing his snare drum up front and making his brushes work hard. They closed with Better Be Home Soon. I didn't go to the show alone. I wasn't old enough to drive. So I invited a kind and special person to the show. Elizabeth, what do you recall about the show?
2: So we get in and just the excitement and the buzz of being able to see these guys live, like any concert, but especially these guys was um, really, really lovely. So they did not disappoint. Neil Finn, he had a voice that most anyone could just sing along to. I remember there was all the familiar songs and uh, Don't Dream It's Over. It was like, yay, very fun. So then we just were on a a very heartfelt um, natural high from the concert and hearing familiar songs and singing along, as I said before, easily, because his range is very easy to sing along to. And um, it just meant a lot, all those years ago. It seemed like yesterday. And then that long, long drive back. But I remember it was a lovely night, easy drive. That was a memory I just carried with me all these years.
0: Thanks, Elizabeth, and thanks for taking me to the concert. Indeed. Neil, Nick, and Paul were in fine form. Paul was hilarious, of course. I still want to wear one of those jackets. Mine would have a volcano on it. Uh, I'm getting a call. Ah, it's Mike. I guess he's got something to say.
1: Good day, my fellow crowdies. You know, after decades of playing shows and going to shows, there's one thing I've learned. No one cares about the bass player. Actually, there's two things that I've learned. Just as it is apathy, and not hate, that is the opposite of love, it is silence and not booing, that is the opposite of cheering. And I remember when that lesson first began to take hold with me, and that was April 11th, 1994, the night that the Together Alone tour rolled into the boathouse in Norfolk, Virginia, the first time I was lucky enough to see Crowded House. Though I needed the internet to remind me that it was actually Sheryl Crow who opened up that show, there are plenty of things from that night that I do remember. And this, of course, was back before the internet meticulously detailed set lists from every show on a tour, and you had no idea exactly what to expect. I do remember the feeling of wonder walking into that fabulously decrepit venue, wondering if they were going to play all the songs I wanted to hear and hoping that they would not play Tall Trees. But even now, 25 years later, what I remember most about that show is is energy. The way Neil and Paul and Nick and Mark were obviously having such a good time and how easily that translated out into the audience and how that made the audience have a good time and the energy that was going back and forth between us and them and the members of the band. And that's something that I have tried to take with me ever since. And every time I play a gig in the future... I will try to build that energy and share it with the crowd in hopes that they will share it back with us, even if nobody cares about the bass player.
0: Let's jump back over the pond to Glastonbury. It's 2008, and there's a war going on. It's a war many of us have experienced firsthand. Neil versus security. Crowded House was playing Worthy Farm. Neil spent much of the gig trying to get the stone faced security guards to turn around. Finally, after much cajoling, one guard gave in and turned toward the stage. Neil exclaimed, 168, you're a legend. That is not the first or last time Neil battled with security. And really, I think he has a case. Have you seen Crowded House fans? We're not the most riotous or intimidating lot, am I right? In 2010, Crowded House played Newcastle City Hall. It was musical magic and a melodic spell. The vocals were powerful and Neil had a frenzied energy. And there was banter, good, witty, improvised banter, the hallmark of Crowded House gigs. The atmosphere was relaxed and informal, but Crowded House commanded the stage and engaged the audience as they wanted. Please let me have my way with you. Our music historian that night praised Crowded House as an accomplished band and at one with themselves. Crowded House had last played that venue 11 years prior, and they were as welcome as ever. It's still 2010, but now we're in Dublin at the Olympia. Our reviewer noted that the personnel was the same, but that the band is much different than the one that played two years prior. While Paul Hester's death was probably more on their mind back then, Intriguer was to be released this week, and the band was much more upbeat. Together Alone, Nails in My Feet, and Distant Sun stood out, Mark Hart was specifically noted for his work on Fingers of Love. The venue had poor sound quality, but that didn't deter Crowded House from sharing an energized cover of Talking Heads once in a lifetime. In the oppressive summer heat of 2010, Crowded House played outdoors at Wolf Trap in Vienna, Virginia. I was there, on the tail end of another three-concert week. I was tired from traveling and the heat didn't help, but my wife drove up from Richmond and joined me for the show. It was a light crowd. The venue was not sold out, which is disappointing because it's a great venue with great acoustics. And while we were all melting on the inside, the vibe was chill. Crowded House played an inspired gig. Our music critic for the show noted Italian Plastic as a standout song. I'm glad they got the name right this time. The band nailed the set, but I was glad for a cool shower after the gig. Crowded House played Ruth Eckerd Hall in Clearwater, Florida, on July 28, 2010, and two reviewers provided perspectives on the night's proceedings. I'm not familiar with Clearwater, Florida's bustling music scene, but I'm pleased to hear that they had the good taste to book Crowded House. Our two reviewers had very consistent thoughts on the show. Crowded House demonstrated 30-plus years of pop music mastery. Neil showed off his gorgeous voice and unique mojo. And this is the first review I read where crowdies get their well-deserved nod. I guess it's official. We're a thing. The show was filled with songs both old and new, hilarious banter, and flawless, seamless execution. There was a loose, unscripted vibe to the night, and covers of Rocky Raccoon and Old Man capped off the proceedings. In the words of one reviewer, what's not to love? It's August 2010, and the band is in Atlanta. Crowded house in Atlanta doesn't usually make for good memories. But in this case, the boys brought flashy showmanship and exquisite songcraft to songs described as mature pop for grown-ups. The crowd got up and danced out of sync to Better Be Home Soon and got treated to a cover of Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate. This sounds like a typical odd Atlanta show. Thankfully, the band didn't break up after this gig. Off to the west coast of the United States and the Warfield in San Francisco hosted Crowded House, who, in turn, led a rousing sing-along that lasted throughout the night. The reunion simply works, noted the writer, and followed with, hoping they perform and record for years to come. I think we can raise a glass to that. And with that, we're off to Canada. The band is in Victoria, British Columbia, for a show that's given four and a half stars out of five. It's been 20 years since Crowded House last played there, but they don't miss a beat. Interestingly, the reviewer in this case commented that Crowded House was presented with a sold-out audience much like royalty would be presented with a precious gift of gold. Usually it's the fans that are presented with the band. The gifts didn't seem to rouse the crowd, though. They were mostly sedate and stood when needed, and then sat back down. The songs were timeless. Better be home soon, fall at your feet. Mark Hart was described as a dynamo. Matt as the steady pacemaker. Nick as the comic relief. And Neil? Neil is the star. The summary of the show... Vibrant, though earthy in tone, and full of funny characters. This was both a description of the band and the backdrop. As the writer noted, perhaps you had to be there. Let's make one last stop for 2010 in Melbourne. The band is playing Rod Laver Arena. There's equal parts energy and calm. The crowd doesn't start dancing until later. Sharon Finn is recognized for her sultry vocals. And Neil observes that there's not a security guard in sight. It's 2016. Welcome to Sydney and our last sighting of Crowded House on stage. It's almost 20 years to the day of the Farewell to the World concert, and we're back at the Sydney Opera House. A mashup of three reviews point out the Fall at Your Feet group sing-along. A new band name is proposed, The Sentinels of Quench, another hot show with lots of water being consumed. Nick was booed for stating his preference for Melbourne. But the band showed its appreciation for the crowd, Tim Finn was back on stage and shared, We're happy to play for you, to give you comfort, to give you inspiration. We couldn't ask for more. And to quote from one of the reviews, channeling comments made by Neil, What a glorious night to be alive on the planet. Crowded house is at the top of their game, playful, joyful, and thrilled to be back doing what they love best. It seems it wasn't their time to go, after all. As you can probably tell, I'm outdoors today. Because... Hearing music outside live is probably the best experience, but going to a crowded house concert is an experience like no other. We plan far in advance to see the band perform live the music we love. The day arrives and we hop in a car or get on a train to go to the show. Maybe we've flown many, many miles to get there, but now it's almost showtime. When we arrive, we're in the same room or hall or arena as the musicians themselves. We're removed from our daily routine and we go to an unfamiliar place to be with our familiar friends. We're collectively washed over by the music, the jokes between songs, and the communal singing. A crowded house concert is made up of many complimentary elements. Great songs that stand the test of time, banter between the band members and with the audience, covers of other band songs, usually better than the originals, impeccable showmanship, a comfortable ambiance, Neil's latest haircut or ill-advised mustache, and Nick's latest fashion statement. You'll hear Don't Dream It's Over, Fall at Your Feet, It's Only Natural, Private Universe, and Distant Sun. You can expect some of it, and the rest will be a welcome surprise. All of this is built on the foundation of many years of crafting some of the best music you'll ever hear. Hard work and dedication to the art of music, and an unwavering connection and commitment to the fans. That's my perspective. I'd love to hear yours. And with that, sweet dreams, make waves, find peace. Crowded In Here is produced on Anchor. Your producer is me, Andy Lacatell. Your special guest and world-class bass player is Mike Skiffington. Learn more about Mike's band, Vaccine, on Facebook. That's V-E-X-I-N-E. Original music is Project Manatee and Canvases by Phlogistic. You can find Phlogistic on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Please visit the Crowded In Here Facebook page and like the show. You can email the show at CIHPodcast44 at gmail.com. And last but certainly not least, call in. You can call in direct from your phone or computer. Go to www.anchor.fm backslash crowdedinhere backslash message and leave a message for the show. Please leave your first name and where you're calling in from. Crowdies Unite.